looking to accelerate your acting career, to stand out from the pack, join host Frank Fawcett as we ignite your acting career. Our show is 100% listener supported. So if you've gotten anything out of the show, please consider supporting Ignite Your Acting Career at Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash Ignite Your Acting Career. Or you can do a one-time donation at Cash App. Cash App is dollar sign Fawcett Media. Um, By doing this, this will keep us uh, bringing you the content that you love from Ignite Your Acting Career. Uh, We've got all types of levels uh, all the way from $5 monthly to $100 per month. You get general uh, support, ad-free content. You can get a one-on-one career console with me, live streams, added content. It's going to be really nice over there. So go ahead and subscribe on Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash Ignite Your Acting Career. Hey, yo, what's happening? Frank Fawcett here, Ignite Your Acting Career Podcast. Thank you for joining me. Um, Yeah, man, we're back at it again. Just in the nick of time, for sure. <laughs> How are you all doing out there? Um, Getting back to my time of year. All the kiddies are going back to school and the weather's going to chill up just a little bit. I used to be a big fan of spring, but now I really like uh, fall. I'm out here in California still. And this summer has been ridiculous. I mean, I'm so tired of the heat. I'm tired of the going out having to put your sun visor up in your car, getting in your car and waiting for the AC to cool it off and like all that stuff. I'm just over it. I'm really over it. (laughs) But we are here and things are happening. You know, I've been away um, just trying to get things cracking with the career. And there's been a lot of stuff happening, believe it or not. You know, it's starting to get busy again it's starting to get after a period of you know inactivity I've you know secured a potential lead in a film um you know by hook or by crook man however you get there you can get there um and so I'm waiting to hear back on finalizing it see if I can do it and everything um also been working on the other side of the camera a little bit. Um, I'm about to start writing and start pitching some ideas I've had for a while. It's about time, you know, it's this opportunity meeting preparation, man. You know, like I told you, I've been, you know, doing other things besides acting for, you know, almost the whole time I've been out as a professional actor. And, um, you know, you have to make yourself a well-rounded artist right now. You know, like, it's time. You know, somebody told me yesterday, they were like, you know, your break is probably going to come from doing some, like, serious Spike Lee, 
where you basically build the project from the ground up. You know, if you build it, they will come. Not to use too many film references. That's Field of Dreams, everybody. <laughs> but, uh, you know, like, uh, it's just going to be a lot of legwork that maybe I've been avoiding, you know, and that's maybe out of self-preservation. You know, I've been trying to uh, make myself a viable commodity for years here. And, man, it gets frustrating, I'm telling you. Just had another manager shoot me down. But I'm still in the fight, still, still fighting, still swinging, you know. So as long as I'm on my feet, I can keep going. Um, that was, this was an interesting take, too. I I, um, I talked to one of my classmates and uh, realized that her agent had left her agency and started up her own management company, you know, which is like opportunity, man. That's a perfect time to try to you know, jump out there with someone. But what she did was she started her own company and then she kind of decided to go in with another company, I think. And therefore, so she still had somebody to report to. I think she doesn't want to take any risk right now. And, you know, we always talk about risks um, that the agents are perceived as having. She also has two clients that could be a conflict with me and so she wanted to be safe and just not really stress it you know not push it out i mean honestly i feel like at some point managers and agents need to get over the fact that a client might be the same race as you or the same height as you because everybody brings something different to the table and i know the guys that she has i actually knew one of them when i was in the New York theater scene. Um, and I know what they do and we do different things, but like we said, a lot of these agencies and managers are risk averse and we should just take that with a grain of salt, continue to strive and do our thing. Um, because you know, you can't have anybody put you in a box. Well, you can't be put in a box if you don't allow yourself to be put in a box. I don't allow myself to be put in a box. So we keep look, we keep looking for other um, other opportunities. And um, I think, you know, honestly, with her starting off a new company, this might be better for me because, I, you know, some other opportunities have opened up at more established companies and, you know, people that have been in the management game for a while. And who knows? I could come back around and, you know, she might call me up and be like, hey, you know, I'm ready now. But. As for now, she wants to keep a tight list and hey, you know, you got to know your situation better than anybody else. And I'm sure she does. So best of luck to her. Anyway, um, how you guys been? Have you missed me? <laughs> I missed you guys a lot. Um, but like I said, I just wanted to be um, right and exact with the stuff I was doing focusing and uh podcasts will happen when podcast happens i guess until until the podcast takes off you know what i mean then i have no choice when this podcast is making enough money to pay my bills and i can be joe rogan sitting up somewhere in a studio laid up with my you know my hands behind my neck listening to the masters in our craft talking about acting and how they made it you know, 
Um, heard some really good interviews this week. Um, I listened to David Oyelowo on uh, Van Lathan's Red Pill podcast on SoundCloud. Um, really great insight. And, you know, just, just reminding you, you know, <clears throat> in my in my particular case, this is somebody that uh, I had a, a producer session with one time on Skype. Uh, he was doing a film called Captive, which I don't know if Captive ever got, you know, saw the light of day, but... Uh, he was producing the film and starring in it. And, um, you know, so I, I actually had to call in and do this thing. And I saw Martin Luther King, <laughs> Martin Luther King from Selma do, uh, we basically read a scene together. So it was really a great experience. And, um, you know, like I said, he, he kind of brought some insight into um, how it is coming from uh, London, I think he said he'd been here for f- 12 or 14 years and just kind of making your way in the, in the Hollywood industry. I actually um, didn't realize he had gone to drama school with Chiwetel Ejiofor, another um, great British actor um, who I remember, <laughs> I remember some of my guys in grad school, we were just watching Chiwetel's moves and being like, wow, this guy is the real deal man um and so you know good on them man um but yeah well i brought that up because i was talking about um just oh i wanted to bring him up because like david oyella was an interesting case because he actually um he actually got selma made it was on the you know scrap heap it was about to he had been cast in the project and i remember because i auditioned for it too lee daniels was actually at the helm and for whatever reason they lost the financing and the film was like kind of shelved and david oyelowo for four years kind of sat sat there and like used all his resources to get it made eventually ended up Uh, getting Ava DuVernay attached and she directed and like it just goes to show you as an actor right now in order to level the playing field because I feel like you know this might be the place that I'm in where it's like you have to kind of kickstart this thing and you know with me I'm dealing with a lack of resources in that way I'm sure David had maybe some some money he had earned or whatever just to kind of basically put yourself into pre-production for your dream role you know pre-produce yourself like he actually took the time out to get this thing off the ground because he realized it would be a great opportunity for him and it ended up resulted in an oscar nomination so he was absolutely right you know like you got to make it happen. And and I just, I've just started clocking the moves of some of the British guys. Like they're very much, uh, let me make a call before the film is even like in development and get attached to this project because you need me to happen. And I, I feel like so many of us American actors, we wait for an agent or manager or producer to say yes before we can, 
become involved and that's that's not the case anymore we have so much more control in our hands uh at our fingertips you know like the cell phone just think about that like <laughs> you can pick up the phone you can call somebody you can shoot a movie on the cell phone if you really wanted to you could actually uh use your whole rolodex you've got every phone number you've ever had in your whole life why not go out there raise the money you know get the people in the room that you want that can make your dream a possibility and um I'm I'm trying to live those words myself. Trust me, it's hard. I hate it. I hate the fact that I have to do everything before somebody will realize that, hey, man, this guy's pretty good. We should use him in more things. You know, like it's it's always funny because, you know, like I said, we document our process here. And at a certain point, there'll come a time where they'll be like, man, where have you been this whole time? <laughs> and I'll be like, well, you know, for 15 years, I was languishing in obscurity and really couldn't break through. So, you know, I'm glad um, I'm glad you think I'm an overnight success. So this is the process. This is what we are committed to. The dash, the in-between, you know? And so we just want to be, make sure that Everything we do is worthwhile and going towards our ultimate goals, you know, to allow us the the freedom to be unsure and to to put our best effort forward to get something substantial done because it can be done. And we see it every day now. You see people on Instagram pick up their phone and do a whole, like, well-thought-out, crafted story. Even though it might be a minute or two long, it's still something. And these people are consistent. I got to give it to some internet creators because I just don't have it sometimes. <laughs> I'm just like, eh. So if I'm somebody like, say, uh, the King Batch, and you have to think of a funny skit every day for the last five years or close to every day or, you know, do something funny on this, your IG stories, which is, you know, I think stories are very important in this time. Like, that's really hard. And we have to realize that everything we do is hard. I mean, it may look easy and you want it to appear as if it's easy and that your life is perfect. But, you know, like there are days where I would not want to get up and crack a joke Uh, (laughs) as as silly as I am. Sometimes I I really I really kind of like am amazed by these guys who can consistently come up with something, even if they're they're limited in their scope you know like you see a lot of the same topics or whatever relationships and um what else do they do they do a lot of uh men do this and women do that you know that's still writing that is a lot of writing um but you know if they can harness those gifts and put them out there in a way uh in a bigger situation like we saw 
a guy called named Melvin Gregg. I used to follow him on Vine, and I was pleased to see him acting side by side with a classmate of mine, Andre Holland, like in um, High Flying Bird. Go check that out if you get a chance. Really great Steven Soderbergh shot project on Netflix. And um, just a really, you know, like, I think Steven Soderbergh shot that on the iPhone, too. You know, there's there's no barriers, everybody. Even if I don't live it all the time, just know that I'm aware there's no barriers for us, guys. We got to just... We got to put it out there. Um, so anyway, uh, let's uh, look at something. This is a new segment. Maybe I'll get a little ad in here. Please stay tuned for uh, this ad. <laughs> um, but there is there's a little segment I want to bring in. And I, I mentioned this in past episodes and somebody actually, they took me up on it. They said, hey, Frank, uh, I would like your advice on this. So kind of going to do this on the fly. Um, I don't have a name for the segment, but, you know, for lack of a better term, I guess we'd call it uh, mailbag. <laughs> it's an email. Now, you can reach Ignite Your Acting Career at IgniteYourActingCareer at gmail.com and you might get your question answered on the show. Um, I guess you could also DM Ignite Acting on, um, Twitter and Ignite Your Acting Career on Instagram. All right. So it says, this question is from Cynthia Quills. Hi there. I recently came across and subscribed to your podcast and I heard your request for feedback or topic ideas. Lately, I've been wondering more about feedback getting feedback from casting after an audition, you know, when your heart went well and hearing nothing. I recently signed with a new manager who could easily get the feedback, but I don't know if it makes an actor look insecure to ask for that. Do you have any advice or tips on this topic? Thanks so much. I look forward to hearing, um, I think uh, hearing your response, hearing you. Okay. So first off, hello, Cynthia. Thank you for your, uh, your email and your question. I would say that's, feedback is an interesting place because um, first off, you're going to be getting this feedback from casting. I'm assuming casting or producers. Um, and basically this goes into what our job is as an actor. Our job is to put our best foot forward and to become as close to the character as we can and, um, you know, be off book, the responsible things, um, have a costume or not a costume, but, you know, you dressed in a well, dress well enough to represent the character and put your best foot forward in most cases now, because we're doing a lot of videotape in this current incarnation of Hollywood. Um, so going in for a show, even if you went into the office, you're still going on tape. 
trust me, there's always a camera running because, you know, they've got to review and, you know, double check. Uh, a lot of this is out of our control, though. And that's what we need to realize, too, um, because I don't know if we just if we're saying that feedback is the only thing we want, I'd say that's good in the early phases with your manager because it gives you a chance to both learn uh, kind of your strong points. Um, the manager in the early phases should be open to getting feedback from casting on what they think about you. But um, I don't think it's something that should be like a repeated process or, you know, necessarily um, uh, a thing you do all the time. And I think that that would take away from the fatigue of it, you know, like for all parties involved, because your manager might be like, what, what do you mean? Why do you want fatigue? I, I trust your talent. I mean, why do you want fatigue? <laughs> why do you want feedback? <laughs> I trust your talent. I signed you. So I think what it is, is we need to gain confidence from the fact that we're even in the room and that we're doing things um, to the best of our ability. Uh, most of what feedback is going to give you is kind of a, you know, a pat on the back. Um, I know you said you think you killed this audition, but it might not be about killing the audition every time. The best person, the most prepared person, the most, uh, I don't know, the, the, the best person for the job doesn't always get the job. A lot of factors come into play that would, uh, prevent you from getting the job because I, I, that's the ultimate feedback is getting the job. But like you said, like I said, uh, a friend of mine had an audition, uh, for something and I just kind of thought about it for a second. And I was like, you know, they probably already offered this to somebody. Um, the fact that you went in for it, you know, there's still a possibility you'll get it, but why get you all wrapped up in the the idea that you might get this role? Um, if they're looking for a star name and they're, you know, they put out offers to people, they're waiting for them offers to be declined. And then they will think about the actors that have come in on, you know, videotape or, you know, in the session. So I would say. Yeah, ultimate feedback is booking, obviously, you're doing something right and the stars have aligned. So as I, you know, let me, let me make a, a shorter answer, <laughs> a, a long answer, less long. Um, I would say that getting the feedback is fine, but at a certain point you have to be self-propelled and at a certain point you have to uh, gain the confidence in yourself to not need to check up and constantly, you know, say, am I doing a good job? You know, like there's no, this isn't school. You know, school is interesting because it sets up a reward and uh, a measurement system. You know, you, you do a test, you get an A, you've done well. There's no A's in this, you know what I mean? Like, there's no reassurance that you're you're there. 
Uh, because there's times where you're not doing good and you still get the job. <laughs> That's the other thing, you know, like there's times where you might not be uh, feeling your best in the audition. That's when you book. So, that's what I'm saying. Like getting caught up on feedback might not be the best thing. Cynthia, um, you know, just go in there relaxed, prepared, and let the cards fall where they may or the chips fall where they may, whatever that saying is. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so thank you for your, your, uh, your uh, email. I hope I answered your question at least a little. I know it was a little meandering, but I do think there's something to be learned from this question. And as we go along, as we progress from, you know, igniting our acting career into actually doing our career, you know, our acting career, uh, we will be able to better gauge these, um, these kinds of questions, you know, like, We'll be better able to answer these questions for ourselves and to be assured and confident in what we decide. So, yeah. Um, Anyway, other than that, we got um, a lot of fun stuff coming up this year. Like I said, I want to start rolling out a video portion of this or at least the audio on uh, a video sharing site. Cause I just want this thing to grow. I want you all to spread the word about the ignite your acting career podcast. I feel like we're doing something special here because I feel like a lot of acting podcasts are interview heavy. Um, we might do some of that as well, but, um, yeah, I just feel like we're, all, we're, we're allowed to do something that's special because we can look at acting from the perspective of me and my trials and tribulations. You know, we're, we're, we're a work in progress. We're not going to say that, you know, we're painting done. We're not a masterpiece at this place, but we are working to become masterpieces each and every one of us. Damn, that was corny, (laughs) but I like it. I like it. We're working to become masterpieces. And, um, you know, like Rome wasn't Rome wasn't built in a day. This is a process. This is. You know, it's like my acting teacher said, you know, you take your least favorite part and you make it your favorite part. You take your small roles. There are no small roles. There are only small actors. Right. (laughs) Oh man, this is fun, man. I love it when I actually get here and do the the episode and yeah, I just feel so much so much after. I just feel full afterwards, you know. Um because I I really hope this is helping people and I hope it's offering something that is missing in the game, you know, like this camaraderie. Oh, wow. That is something I did want to talk about. Um, the difference between like how we used to operate in audition rooms and like as actors, fellow actors versus in, in New York versus like L.A. or like, say, a place like Atlanta or something. And Atlanta's kind of interesting because it's like a hybrid. But I, I do get more of a New York, 
East Coast vibe. Um, out here at LA is very cutthroat and I don't see a lot of people reaching out and helping each other. Whereas I was telling someone I was, they were trying to understand the difference. Oh, it's actually Megan, um, uh, actress I met, wonderful actress. Um, met her at a party, her and her friend, uh, they basically, she she didn't understand that New York was different than L.A. because L.A. is like competition nonstop. And I don't know if it, 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 I really think it comes down to the actors in the room because we're all dealing with a, 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 a scarcity mentality. You know, like I think a lot of people here don't want to necessarily help someone because they feel like it might take away from an opportunity for them. Whereas I said in New York, like we used to feed each other, you know, when it came down to it, you know, somebody was hungry, you know, (laughs) like it's like, oh, let's all get together and eat, you know. So there are people I've I go back to New York now and go to a commercial audition, haven't seen them in, you know, probably a year at this point. But, you know, when we pick up like like I never left, you know, and it's. It's kind of that energy. Not saying one is better than the other because, you know, L.A. has its benefits, too. It's called In-N-Out Burger. (laughs) You can't get In-N-Out Burger anywhere. Uh, Actually, I think they've gone to Texas now, too. But you can't get In-N-Out Burger on the East Coast, man. You know what I'm saying? Not with the Shake Shack, man. Um, But, uh... Yeah, it's like uh, there's a difference in mentality. And I just hope we can all, as a collective, take care of each other better, protect each other, you know, like support each other. Give somebody a call every once in a while instead of just texting or, you know, the weirdest thing is like now I see people in person and they're like, yeah, man, I've been following you on Instagram for a long time. And it's like, that's not really keeping up with me. I know you know my business, but <laughs> not like I be put. I put my business out there a lot on Instagram, but uh, you know, like that's not the same as really caring for someone. There's there's people I talk to, actor friends of mine, who are like real friends, and they we talk almost every day, and like it's. It's irreplaceable, man. I help them when I can, and they help me when they can. And, like, that's what it is. So, you know, if I can leave you with any homework for this. Damn, I had to say homework. Uh, Let's make it more positive. If I can leave you with an assignment for until we meet again, just, you know, start reaching out to your actor community. Start collaborating with people, man. Like, start Start writing something that you can be in because you know, I, I don't mean just work, but, you know, just enjoy each, each other because I feel like sometimes you get to a place where actors don't want to talk about acting and there's no reason not to talk shop with people who are going through something that you're going through. Because trust me, your mother, we love your mother, but she's not going to be experiencing uh, going into a hundred auditions and not booking. You know, she can always pat you on the back 
and your father can give you tough love, but it's something different about having a community of artists where you can congratulate each other and console each other. So I'll just leave you with that. That's my time. I'm Frank Fawcett. You can reach me. Uh, a couple people hit me on Twitter. I said me. I was, did I just me? <laughs> you can hit me on Twitter. Frank Fawcett. My name. Or you can go to Ignite Acting. The Ignite Your Acting Career uh, Twitter page. You can uh, follow me on Instagram. Frank Fawcett. Fawcett Media. Or you can hit Ignite Acting on Instagram. Uh, and you can email us at for uh wait ignite your acting career at gmail leave me alone it's early um yeah i look forward to hearing more feedback and uh thank you all for your time we're out <laughs>